0: You may have seen some scary headlines that said that Halloween, aka the most fun holiday of the year, is canceled this year, thanks to COVID. Thanks for nothing, coronavirus. But I'm here to tell you that Halloween is not canceled. Mayor, I suggest we cancel Halloween immediately. We ain't canceling that damn thing. (laughs) Sure, you might not be able to go trick or treating this year depending on where you live, but there's still a lot of other spooktacular ways to celebrate, and I wanted to add one more. We've already explored some supernatural stuff on this podcast, like ghost stories, werewolves, and magic. But this time, we're going full Halloween. So grab your cat ears and witches' brooms and get ready for a frightfully good time, know-it-alls, because I'm about to put a spell on you. Hi, my name is Bella, and you might know me as Jay is from TikTok or YouTube. But you're about to know me from this podcast, Know-It-All. 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 And each episode, I'm going to help you become a know-it-all about something new. Here we go. Just like some people celebrate their birthdays for a whole month, I've been celebrating Halloween since last September. Isn't that a bit excessive? No, I don't think it's excessive. I actually think it's showing a lot of restraint because Halloween is freaking awesome. Luckily, Netflix has a whole lineup dedicated to getting your freak on, and I mean literally. It's called Netflix and chills for a reason. It's scary. I just watched the new Netflix movie Hubie Halloween starring Adam Sandler as Hubie Halloween's biggest fan, and to me, the creepiest day of the year is worthy of that type of fandom. There are so many symbols associated with October 31st. Costumes, candy, haunted houses, trick-or-treating, the list goes on and on. So in honor of Hubie, we're all going to stand Halloween today. This is going to be the best Halloween ever! Alright, gather around, boys and ghouls. It's time to talk origin story. Everyone has one, and Halloween is no exception. So how did this Fright Fest begin? I covered it briefly on the Ghost Stories episode, but according to History.com, Halloween's origins date back to the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. The Celts lived in modern-day Ireland, as well as the UK and northern France about 2,000 years ago, and they celebrated their new year on November 1st. This day marked the end of the bountiful summer harvest and the beginning of winter, the cold, dark season commonly associated with death. And the night before, on October 31st, which was their New Year's Eve, It was believed that the veils between the worlds of the living and the dead were at their thinnest, so the dead were able to return to Earth. (laughs) History.com notes that this blurred line between life and death, plus the presence of otherworldly spirits, was thought to make it easier for the Celtic priests to make predictions about the future. And since there weren't sophisticated scientific methods to rely on at this time, these predictions provided a great deal of comfort about what was to come. You know, my horoscope said I'd meet the man of my dreams tonight. So obviously, the Samhain Festival was very important to the Celtic people. And to celebrate, they would feast together, try to tell each other's fortunes, and build sacred bonfires to burn crop and animal sacrifices. The BBC reports that they played games like apple duking, which sounds very similar to bobbing for apples, and they even wore costumes made out of animal skins. Please step out of the bear costume and thus began the now popular tradition of dressing up on Halloween. Even though these days, you're more likely to go as a character from Fortnite than the wolf your clan's been killed with a bow and arrow. Clearly you guys are into some heavy cosplay. Just leave it be. Oh, yes. oh, shit. oh no, it's all gonna get done again! In fact, according to Insider, the only animals on Google's top 10 Halloween costume searches for 2019 were unicorns and dinosaurs. In the 21st century, dressing up on Halloween is often a way to express your love for a favorite TV or movie character, play on big memes or media trends, or just dress sexy. But the ancient Celts wore costumes as a way to hide from the ghost who returned this time of year. Parents.com notes that people wore masks when they left their homes after dark, so the ghost would think that they were just fellow spirits. And when you think about it like that, a ghost is actually a really good costume. Just, you know, just trying to fit in a little bit. But back to the history lesson at hand. Of course, the Catholic Church wasn't content to stand idly by and let a pagan holiday flourish without them. So in the 8th century, the Church moved All Saints Day, a holy day celebrating the saints, to November 1st, with All Hallows' Eve following the night prior on October 31st. According to the BBC, quote, it is widely accepted that the early church missionaries chose to hold a festival at this time of year in order to absorb existing native pagan practices into Christianity, thereby smoothing the conversion process, unquote. Damn, the Catholic Church straight up took over Samhain to make it easier for them to indoctrinate the Celtic people into their religion. That's some pretty shady stuff, and it obviously worked. Today, 78.3% of Ireland's population identify as Catholic. And what do you know? The Catholic Church isn't the only entity looking to steal a good idea. Fast forward about a thousand years and corporate America wasn't content to stand idly by and let a religious holiday flourish without them either. You're stealing too? What are you stealing? Of course, All Hallows' Eve was eventually shortened into the catchier, easier to say, Halloween. And per TimeAndDate.com, in the 1900s, the commercial holiday of Halloween that we all know and love was born with the advent of mass-produced postcards and die-cut paper decorations. Then in 1916, the Kitchen.com reports that the candy companies were looking for a way to peddle more product between Easter and Christmas. So they invented Candy Day to boost their fall sales. Candy Day was celebrated the second Saturday in October and branded as an opportunity to spread friendship and goodwill. Oh yeah, and make a bunch of money. Soon after, Candy Day was renamed to Sweetest Day to link the concept of candy and friendship. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. But thankfully, as Halloween got more popular, the candy company stopped trying to make Sweetest Day happen and started pushing consumers to give out candy on Halloween instead. In the 1930s, Halloween costumes began to appear in stores, followed by the popularization of trick-or-treating in the 1950s. With each passing decade, more and more Halloween-related paraphernalia became available for purchase. Today, Halloween is a big business. According to Bazinga.com, Americans spent a record $9.1 billion in 2017 on Halloween-related purchases, including costumes, candy, decorations, haunted houses, and other entertainment. Halloween show money. And apparently a lot of Americans have a sweet tooth because out of all the candy sold annually in the US, one quarter of it is purchased for Halloween. That means we buy approximately 600 million pounds of candy every year for Halloween. If you're not sure exactly what that looks like, the kitchen.com offers the perfect frame of reference. The Titanic weighed about 100 million pounds. So imagine six Titanic ships made completely out of candy. That's a lot of candy. But the whole candy on Halloween thing wasn't just a marketing ploy by the candy companies. It actually does have roots in an early religious custom called souling. Word alert! Alright know-it-alls, you know what that means. I just got a word alert. According to Alatea.org, souling originated in Ireland and the UK during the Middle Ages. The activity took place on the evening of November 1st on All Souls Eve and was connected to praying for the souls in purgatory. Bands of children, old women, or poor men would go around to the houses of the rich begging for money, apples, ale, and doles of cake. Some residents baked cakes specially to give away during this ritual called soul cakes. The beggars made their request more palatable by making them with rhymes. Hmm. You know what that sounds an awful lot like?
1: Trick or treat!
0: According to Mike.com, a 1951 Peanuts comic strip can be credited with the national spread of trick-or-treating as we know it today. Though baked items and fresh fruit are rarely handed out to trick-or-treaters anymore, nowadays, the most common snacks offered to trick-or-treaters in the US are chocolate bars, chocolate candies, and soft or chewy candy, per a 2018 survey by Statistica. But 2020 has other plans for us. Instead of going door to door, we're going to have to buy our own candy. And instead of costume contests, we're going to have to show off our costumes on social media. But that's okay, because luckily, Hollywood has bestowed to us enough Halloween-themed TV shows and movies to tide us over until next year. So that's it for this week's episode. Hit me up on TikTok and Instagram at OnlyJays or Twitter at NotJays and let me know, what's your favorite part of Halloween? Also, I want to see your costume, so tag me in your pics. And if you like this episode, remember to smash those five stars and leave a nice review. It's super easy, and when you rate and review the podcast, it helps other listeners find me. Curious what the next episode of Know-It-All will be about? I'll give you a hint. What is a game that is made for kings and queens? Think you know the answer? Leave a comment on social, and I'll give a shout-out to somebody who gets it right in the next episode. Join me again in two weeks for another episode of Know-It-All.